The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. This is Ken and Cheryl with Bill Pepicello, president of University of Phoenix. And we're going to be talking today about current career and educational strategies for success. We are live from Phoenix, and we're excited to be back in Phoenix for our second show with Dr. Pepicello. And uh, he, has, he was our very first guest on Total Career Success over a year ago. He helped our show get off to a great start. Since then, we've been syndicated on two additional Voice America stations, and we've had many excellent guests with a wide range of backgrounds and expertise. One of the uh, benefits of the Voice America format is that all shows are archived. So if you missed the first interview with Dr. Pepicello, be sure to check it out after today's show. Having uh, discovered a common passion for career development in our first interview with Dr. Pepicello, we explored ways to collaborate with the university, and it has led to Total Career Success becoming an educational partner and the availability of our products, including the comprehensive resource Total Career Success University online subscription at a special discount to uh, University of Phoenix students and alumni. If you are a student or alumnus, uh, just visit your University of Phoenix marketplace for more details. And I want to mention to all of our listeners, if you have not seen our seven powerful free videos that will transform your career and achieve a better job, better pay, and a better life, go to www.betterjobbetterlife.com to check them out. Now to introduce our, our guest. As the sixth president of the University of Phoenix, Dr. Bill Pepicello is responsible for the leadership of the largest private university in the United States. He has extensive experience in higher education, having served as provost for the university, dean of the School of Advanced Studies, as well as in executive, administrative, and faculty positions with a number of prestigious institutions. He holds both master's and doctorate degrees in linguistics from Brown University. Dr. Pepicello serves on a number of national, state, and local boards and is recognized as a leader in the changing landscape of American higher education. Welcome, Dr. Pepicello. We're delighted to have you back on our show. Thanks, Cheryl. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. For those who may not be familiar with the University of Phoenix, ever, even though you can see see your buildings everywhere, it seems. Could you give us a brief overview of the university, its mission, and the programs? Sure, I'd be happy to. The University of Phoenix was founded in 1976 and has been uh, accredited by the Higher Learning Commission of the North Central Association uh, since 1978. The mission of the university has, uh, since its inception, been to provide access to higher education opportunities 
for those folks, especially working learners who might not otherwise have access to higher education opportunities that will enable them to, um, to access a, a middle class lifestyle. We uh, have physical locations in uh, 43 states and we have an online presence which most people know about uh, which is global. We began online education in 1989, which was before the World Wide Web uh, was widely, uh, widely available to people, and uh, now have uh, around the world more than 440,000 students and almost half a million graduates of the university. Wow. Bill, Bill I can't tell you how appreciative we are of having you here today. Uh, this is really an honor, again, for us to be here. We talked about your sons who are now back from Iraq, and uh, once again, uh, uh, I'm a former Marine, they're former Marines. Uh, please give a simple fidelity to them for me. Will and, do. And to all our veterans around the world, uh, thank you very much for your service, and God bless you. Bill, I'm just so impressed with the University of Phoenix and how it reaches out to literally everyone that we've ever talked to. We travel a lot, just as you do, and everywhere we go, we're always hearing about University of Phoenix. And every time we stop in a restaurant for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, we're always asking the waiter or waitresses, are you going to school? Mm -hmm. and, then, and when they say, well, no, gee, we're not really, well, I automatically, we go into our University of Phoenix pitch and it really makes a difference. You have developed such an outstanding reputation among not only the youth of America, but uh, working Americans, as you say, as well as the population at large. Uh, share with us your reach worldwide and your vision for the future and where you see the university going, please. Well, you know, the, uh, the real uh, driver for the university uh, is our mission. It is to provide access to, uh, to, our, to the nation, uh, but certainly to the world, and it's to, to do that in a way that integrates higher education with the lives of, uh, of our students today. The, uh, the traditional student who we all remember uh, and, and probably uh, most people who are, who are listening participated in was someone who came out of high school and went to, and lived on a campus in a dorm and uh, spent time in the library in the cafeteria. And uh, today in the United States, that represents only about 27% of all of the undergraduates, which means that 73% of people who need access to higher education cannot follow that path. So what we will continue to do is to find ways to uh, make higher education accessible to these people, either physically or online, uh, which is why, why I mentioned that we, we do have physical campuses in, uh, in 43 states, because access is the key. The, the people that, that you talk to in the restaurants are exactly the people who sometimes don't even realize that access is available to them, and they don't understand fully that they can do this on their own time, that there is funding available for them, and that it's, it, it is something that is, is a long-term investment for them in their lives. So that's, that, that's what we're looking at as we go forward. Excellent. Thank you. And specifically, uh, Bill, in the last, I guess, about 16 months since we visited with you, uh, have there been some changes that you'd like to share? Well, probably, uh, and, and we can talk about this um, as we go on today, the major thing that we've been doing is investigating um, who this 73% uh, is that I just talked about. We've invested um, uh, 
substantial resources in finding out more about these students. Um, and the reason for that is that students who go to traditional universities uh, all fit a profile that is set by the admission standards of those universities. But the 73% don't fit that standard, and so we don't know much about them. Um, and in order to serve them better, we've, uh, we've been developing some systems that are designed for, to help us market to those people so that, number one, they understand that higher education is, is available to them. And then um, uh, we put in place, uh, and again, we'll talk about this in a while, some systems to help those people. Because the, the key here is not necessarily expanding programs. It's taking the programs that we have, and we have over 110 different academic programs available to people, and making them aware of the fact that we have this great array of programs that, that are available to them. Um, so that's been a, uh, a focus of the, of, of, the last, uh, of the last 16 months or so. Bill, we uh, talked a little bit about this in our first show. Let me kind of bring you up to speed with what we've done in the year or so since we've last talked. We have, um, in, as you know, in Job Search Stall System, we talk about helping people achieve better job, better pay, better life, which is just an extraordinary adventure for most people. But in addition to that, what we're now doing is, is helping executives primarily double, triple, quadruple their compensation package, which is a whole new and exciting venue for so many people who really see it as where they want to be. And, and the thing that's so beautiful about University of Phoenix is that these are working adults who are going to school while they are working full time. And they are what we call one percenters, those who truly do want to achieve better job, better pay, better life. So the, the student body that you have is perfect for what we do and why we're so excited about being here. And we're just so excited about being able to help your student body. Well, what's key to that is the fact that education is, is a step along the way to that success that you're talking about. But it's not the end. And sometimes universities, and we've been guilty about that, think that, and, and students as well, think that, well, I have the degree, now someone is going to come to my door and give me a job. And the real value that you folks add is m making the distinction between being educated and being smart. That it the certainly the degree and the education is, is a part of the total package, but you have to have the right mindset. You have to know how to interview, how to negotiate, how to sell yourself. You have to know what opportunities are out there and how you approach those. And that's the real value of total career success. Great, thank you. Thanks for sharing that, Bill. And uh, we were talking about changes in the last year. Of course, certainly one of them is the White House. And uh, if you could you share with us just your perceptions on the president's higher education policy and how it has changed the University of Phoenix goals and uh, strategies? Sure. Um, you know, it, it, certainly the Obama administration has some very ambitious goals. Uh, one, uh, the major one is for us to become, once again, uh, the most well-educated nation in the world by 2020. Uh, and to do that, we're going to need uh, to increase the number of college graduates by uh, some 16,000, by uh, or 16 million rather, sorry, by uh, by 2020. Uh, and and of course, uh, the Obama administration has also focused on uh, having everyone have at least one year of college, and with that, has dedicated resources to our community college system. 
So that has changed us in that um, we do offer associate degrees, and we've looked at ways to uh, not only to uh, to strengthen our associate degree programs, but to work with community colleges around the country, so that uh, folks who are who are there uh, in those colleges will have a, a pathway after that. Um, so I, I think it's uh, it's been a, a, a stimulus, um, uh, to use the uh, the current word uh, for us, in in looking at what we do, and again going back to to serving that uh, that student who will come into that two year program. Bill, one of the things that's amazing to me is how much or, or how quickly and and broadly the university has grown. You and I were talking a little bit before the show about. Uh, numbers of people you have, both uh, active and alumni, as well as military veterans. Would you share some of those statistics with, with our audience? They're fascinated with how large the university is and how big or how quickly it's growing. Sure. Well, uh, I think I'm, uh, I mentioned we have 440,000 students around the world, uh, many of them online. We have about half a million uh, graduates. We are one of the largest providers of education to the military. We have some 30,000 military students um, around the world, and we're, we're very proud to, uh, to be able to serve them. We are uh, one of the, the leading uh, providers of education to minorities and underserved groups across the country. And in many categories, um, we graduate more minority students than, than any other institution um, in the United States. We, uh, we've been able to, to serve these populations and grow quickly, primarily because we have uh, invested up front in, in a rather robust infrastructure. Uh, many people don't know that uh, around the world we have uh, almost 30,000 employees and uh, more than 25,000 faculty, all of whom are dedicated to the success of our students. And so it's, it's that infrastructure that it, uh, enables us to uh, to leverage our size and continue to grow. And Bill, your worldwide reach internationally, we talk a little bit about countries. Yeah, yeah, we're in about 120 different countries outside the United States. Okay, great. Okay, well that's just a staggering number. Certainly have uh, increased <laughs> since we last talked. You're providing jobs as well, so that's a good <laughs> yeah. thing. When we return, Dr. Pepicello will share more on the current educational and career scene, so stay tuned for his insights. voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. 
thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio. Each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Bill Papicello, president of University of Phoenix, and we're talking about current career and educational strategies for success. And uh, we covered a lot, Bill, in the first segment about how the university has grown and the programs that you're providing and the innovation that you're bringing to the higher educational scene and also reaching out to populations that may otherwise uh, find a difficult time uh, to get the degrees that they need to succeed in their careers and to advance. Many people, as we mentioned also in the first segment, um, associate the University of Phoenix with online learning, but that is only a part of the environment at your institution. Uh, you, you mentioned the number of uh, locations and so forth. What is unique about the university experience online? Well, many of the things that are unique about the online experience are also common to the physical classroom because, as I mentioned, we, we are in 43 states and, and we have over 200 physical facilities where people attend, uh, attend classes. Um, and increasingly what we are seeing is that the lines between the physical classroom and online are blurring and that we find that online students for certain parts of their education actually prefer face-to-face -face interaction which is something that we've learned about online education. It's not a, an either or, it, it can be a both and. But in both cases, probably 
the, what is unique about the experience is first the team approach. When a student comes to the university, they are assigned a graduation team, someone who helps them with their enrollment, someone who helps with academic issues, and someone helps them uh, with their finances. And that team is dedicated to the success of, of each of our students. Uh, aside from that, uh, I think what makes the, um, uh, the experience uh, special, both for online and our, our physical students, is the access to 24-7 uh, services and, and materials. All of our textbooks are, are provided digitally, so they are online. Our library is completely virtual, and we have an array of, uh, of services such as a writing center and a math center, which are available to students uh, anytime. Bill, this is the thing that we continually hear about uh, the University of Phoenix in terms of reaching out and trying everything possible to bring students into the process. And uh, I shared with you before the show a uh, couple things that I'd like to share with the audience. Um, we hear so many things today about uh, kids who are young or bad, they don't do all they need to do, and yet there are so many examples of how kids just are reaching out and doing all they can. Let me give you two quick examples. Sean White, that I would venture to say virtually every teenager in America knows who he is. He just won gold. And, and even the adults. Well, <laughs> that's right. But, but what a lot of people don't understand is the work ethic that Sean White has, the time and effort he puts into. I mean, he literally is a 24-7 guy. He's a perfect example of our 1% working harder, smarter, longer. But it's a labor of love, and it's exactly what he wants to do. And... He has a mission, and his mission is to be as good as he can possibly be, but to show others exactly how they can do exactly the same thing. That's why we relate so strongly to him, and I know that you share that philosophy at University of Phoenix. Absolutely. The, you know, the real key to success is, is first giving people a grounding in what it's going to be like to, to go to the university, but then helping them to understand that it's discipline because that's what you're talking about with Sean White. The, the thing that makes people successful is being able to be committed and, and to have that self-discipline to do the work, knowing what that goal is, whether it's a gold medal or whether it's that job out there. Oh, those are excellent points and, and fit very well in with our philosophy, Bill, as you know, of the total uh, career success and the total system, uh, job search a total system. You know, the... Um, economic situation we talked about at the break has really um, probably facilitated the, some of your growth in, in the last year. I got an email this morning from one of our clients who said uh, he was just giving me an update that he had put his job search on hold to complete a, a degree program. And a lot of people are doing that now. And many are seeing their industries change so dramatically that jobs are literally going away or perhaps overseas some jobs. Uh, and that they have to retool in order to get jobs, let alone advance their careers. So how much do you see the importance of um, that looking at your career and, and kind of preparing for your future? You know, I think it's important for everyone, e even those who are gainfully employed, to, to keep an eye on what's happening uh, with, with technology, with society in general, I mean, certainly if one looks at, uh, at what has happened in, uh, in Detroit, if one looks at uh, some of the changes that are happening in, in the financial uh, industry, 
people need to to look out and, and think about what the job market's going to look like in 10 years from now. And we spend a lot of time talking to experts, uh, trying to figure out, you know, where are the jobs going to be not only five years from now, but 10 or 15 years as as we continue to, to move in directions, for instance, sustainability, that have not been, um, you know, uh, core industries in the country. And so I think that's the important part is, is being aware both as an uh, as an educator and as uh, as a consumer, Bill. One of the things that I know uh, probably drives you crazy as it does us <laughs> is the unemployment figures, and not just that we're at nine point seven going to ten, or maybe eleven, mm-hmm. or who knows what after that. And cities like Detroit perhaps are at seventeen, twenty, twenty-five. Um, it's just amazing to me that. There isn't more emphasis on what people can do instead of just sitting collecting unemployment. It, I'm screaming at the TV all the time, as Cheryl will tell you, about all the bad news, but not the good news. All the things that not just students, but people generally can be doing to improve themselves, to achieve better job, better pay, better life. And that's the commitment we make to them. But oftentimes it seems like that message just isn't communicated to uh, students and uh, other population. Your thoughts, sir? Well, uh, you know, certainly that is is part of the wonderful work that uh, that you folks do with your organization. Because I think sometimes, uh, especially for people who, who have not had access to higher education, and who are struggling in their lives, they don't really have a handle on all of the uh, the influences that are out there. And so, you know, it's it's a chicken and egg. Is is it education that then would lead them to find a job, or is it trying to to find that first match as a job, and then using education to better yourself? I mean, and that's the real value again that that your organization. Um, offers here because it gives people a chance to do some self-assessment to say what am I good at how do I sell myself more importantly given the economy who do I sell myself to and and part of that selling job is to say if you give me a job I'm gonna get better educated and be a better employee for you and so I think that's uh, that's a major piece here absolutely well and that uh, hits on a, an area that I'm in Ken too are very concerned about and that's my generation the boomers and one of the interesting realities uh, for the boomer generation is um, that boomers must continue to work for a variety of reasons want to continue to work and that organizations need them to continue to remain in the workforce due to the talent gap in the upcoming generations so what are some of the programs uh, or outreaches you have to help the boomers who may need to upgrade their education or skills to remain marketable? Sure. Well, you make a very good point that uh, the next generation in this country may be, for the first time, the, uh, the first generation that is not better educated than the one before it. And so it's, it's incumbent upon us to help keep the, the boomers here. What we do first is make them aware that there are opportunities for them because people of our generation frequently have had jobs for 15, 20, 30 years 
and when those jobs are no longer available, they need to know what the uh, avenues are for improving themselves. And so that's part of our of our marketing campaign, going to those people and making them understand that they have a good work ethic, they do have skills and native intelligence that will help them succeed. But Bill, uh, again, the thing that we know, you know and reinforce and we continually reinforce is that you know, it's not going to drop in your lap. You can't just expect somebody to say, you know, oh, boy, you've, you've really deserved this. Here it is. You know, I know you've been waiting all your life. It's not going to happen that way. You work harder, smarter, longer, and earn what it is you have. And that's the thing that you're continually saying to your students and we feel so strongly about. And that's why your students are successful and they achieve and they get promotions and career moves because they earn it and deserve it. Your thoughts? Well, and, and that's why our partnership with you is important because it's not just enough for us to provide the education. As I said before, they really have to understand where that fits into their life and professional goals. And that's where total career success is key to making that final step to success. Excellent. Well, one of the things that we offer, Bill, to help uh, individuals in that process, you mentioned, you know, the chicken and egg situation. Assessment can often help the individual to see, okay, I'm going to need to make a change here. What kind of change should that be? Especially if it's later in life. There are some other decision factors in there, um, family and, you know, uh, location where you live, and all those factors have to be considered. So assessment can really help them to pinpoint uh, where the best career opportunities might be, whether they're entrepreneurial and so forth. Well, when we return, Dr. Pepicello will share more on how education can advance your career, so stay tuned. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? 
Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Ken and Cheryl here with Bill Pepicello, president of University of Phoenix, and we've been covering a lot of. Uh, very strategic issues for career advancement. And um, one of the, the things that I know you wanted to share today, Bill, was about the university orientation. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we've been trying to find out more and more about our students. And we, since we know that uh, non-traditional students are now the majority in this country and that, and that we don't really know much about them. So as we have, uh, as we've learned more about these students, many of whom are, they're older, they are working uh, at least part-time and many full-time, they are, uh, many of them single parents, they are first-generation students, which means they're the first uh, person in their family to come to school, we've needed uh, to put some systems in place to help these folks. And university orientation is one of those. It's a program that we are piloting uh, that, takes uh, students who have fewer than 24 credits and offers them a free three-week orientation class, which is designed to uh, help students understand what's involved in university studies. It goes back to the issue of discipline that we talked about, that students need to understand that there is content to be mastered, that there are deadlines to be met, um, and what's going to be expected in, in the classroom, whether it's online or, or in, uh, you know, in the physical classroom. And what we found is this has been very helpful in uh, aiding students to make a decision about whether this is the right time for them to come back, and if so, um, what areas they might want to look at. Bill, one of the um, areas that I know you feel so strongly about, as I do as, a, as being a Marine Corps veteran, is you have 30,000 uh, both active and military veterans, and many of whom are listening to the show. Could you share with them uh, not only how appreciative we are of their service, but um, the services that the university provides them around the world? Absolutely. Uh, and, and first, let me reinforce what you said. Having uh, had two sons uh, in the Marines myself, uh, there's certainly uh, no way that we can express uh, the amount of gratitude that is due those folks. Uh, what we ha uh, <coughs> try to provide in the way of support at the university is, is first of all, to, uh, to have a discount for our military students. Um, and more importantly, um, especially through our online programs, we uh, offer the flexibility that is necessary for our students as they, uh, as they travel in the military. They're very mobile. 
Uh, many times, um, as we were talking before, uh, before we went on the air, we have students who will tell us that uh, uh, I won't be online for the next two days. I can't tell you where I'll be or what I'll be doing, um, but don't worry, I'll, I'll be back in a few days. And, and the key here is we also have a unit that is dedicated to working with the military so that those, uh, those folks who, who are out there serving the country have a, have a lifeline back here as far as education goes. And they know that, that there are folks there 24-7 who are dedicated to helping them succeed under the, the, the most trying of circumstances. I might mention, too, that the University of Phoenix has ranked in the top 20 schools serving active military personnel. That's pretty impressive. Uh, now, on the, the programs and courses that they take, Bill, are they integrated just with the regular population, or are there any that are special and unique to, to, for the military? Most of the time, we, uh, we do integrate them with the general population, which, uh, which is what they prefer. And uh, you also serve veterans. Are there some special uh, ways that you reach out to veterans? Uh, our military unit also has, uh, has a special uh, dedicated subunit that works with the vets, yeah. Bill, one of the things that we, um, or I should say I, um, kind of specialize in is volunteering with veterans around the country. And I find in my travels that oftentimes the... Uh, young heroes, as I like to call them, who come back from Iraq or Afghanistan, uh, sometimes fall through the cracks and are not necessarily served. Um, and that's not necessarily anyone's fault. It just is part of the bureaucracy. Uh, what kinds of um, programs uh, do you have or perhaps can we create to reach out and find and s uh, help those individuals? Well, I think a large part of it is, is again, the kind of partnerships that we have and letting uh, let, letting the vets know when they come back that there are there are places they can go for that initial sort of reorientation to uh, to civilian life, and I think uh, certainly the the kind of guidance that you folks provide is is uh, is essential there. And as I said, we we have a unit that uh, that works with the veterans. And in fact, we were uh, the university was uh, was honored by one of the associations last year for our, for our work with those folks. And to those veterans out there, uh, let me reinforce something that's very, very critical. Um, and not only veterans but active military who might be getting out shortly, sometimes the transition from a military environment to a civilian environment is very difficult. The terminology is different. It's very critical that you do everything you possibly can to learn a uh, company's culture and research as much as possible. And to the extent we can help you do that, we'd be happy to do that. Cheryl? Uh, recently, um, Bill, we had Toby Jackson, uh, excuse me, Jackson Toby, got his name reversed there, <laughs> on our program discussing his new book on the lowering of higher education. And some of the university serves working students, of course, or, or you do, uh, that's one of your big emphasis. Do you find the same challenges he describes in terms of unprepared students and those who are not serious about education, which actually results in a, about a 50% dropout in, in a traditional student? Yeah, I think he makes some, uh, some very good points. Um, certainly we see that uh, th there are several categories of students. There are students who really want to succeed but aren't prepared to do so, and we find that there are students who, who are prepared to succeed but aren't willing, don't have that discipline. It's part of, uh, of what that university orientation course was designed uh, uh, to meet that I, uh, that I spoke about a, a few minutes ago. 
for those students who, who do come in, um, the university has taken a unique uh, approach to helping them uh, better their skills. Uh, traditional universities use remedial studies, uh, which we think is a it's sort of a pejorative term. Uh, rather, what we have provided is a system of just-in-time skills so that students get the assistance they need in writing or math, for instance, when they need it. Um, so that you don't need to come in and immediately become an expert in writing or math, but you develop those skills so that you're where you want to be when you graduate. And, Bill, that is such a critical point. Um, so many of our listeners oftentimes think, oh, gee, I'm not smart enough, or I don't have the skills, I don't have the ability, I don't have the talent. Ladies and gentlemen, please let the three of us assure you that you have talent, skills, and abilities you're not even aware of. Please reach down, find out what they are, do an assessment, go to your University of Phoenix campus, and you'll be amazed at the kind of support and assistance you'll be getting. Well said. And I think that's, again, it, it, it's that partnership that we went back to because the, the education skills translate into into job skills and, and vice versa. And that's where it's important that people understand that these two things go hand in hand. Well, and of course, uh, adult learning is, is something that we're all involved in. And uh, your just-in-time concept is very similar to the way we've developed the total system online subscription mm -hmm. because we understand that students are very busy. They're all doing other things. They're working. they got family situations. And they need to have a success. And if you're giving them just-in-time information uh, and skills that they need at the right time, then they will have a feeling of success. They will move along that continuum, and they will feel that they are successful and ready to make that greater commitment and also to have the divis uh, discipline to continue. Absolutely. Bill, uh, one question I have, which I know is one that uh, we continually <coughs> struggle with, is is so many times we're talking about so many things in terms of what we can do to help and reach out and all the rest, and yet we, we were continually frustrated that more people don't, uh, that uh, oftentimes, uh, regardless of what you do, they, you don't kind of get the same uh, reaction from folks. Uh, what, what kinds of things are you finding to be very successful as far as your University of Phoenix outreach? Well, probably the, the thing that we have learned, uh, especially uh, in the time since we last uh, uh, last spoke here, is that marketing is key. And it, it may sound uh, funny to, to hear me talk about marketing as far as education goes, but one of the things we discovered about the 73% that we've been talking about, that non-traditional student, is that because we don't know much about them, nobody markets to them. And that means that they are people who are, uh, by and large, unaware of the multiple opportunities available to them. And so, you know, th that's a key part of the outreach is just making people aware. And then once they come and they talk to us, and I'm sure you experience the same thing uh, at TCS, and they go, my gosh, I had no idea that all of this was here and that support was available. And I think that's really key to providing that access. Couldn't agree with you more. That is exactly what we discover. And it's just, I guess, just continually reaching out, continuing to do everything we're doing. And uh, pretty soon the word is getting out more and more. I wanted to bring up, too, Bill, the um, picking up again on, on Jackson Toby. And we just have a minute here. But uh, he talked about the schools having invested 
you know, in the, the 60s, 70s, 80s, and infrastructures and buildings really so expansive that they're competing for students in such a, you know, kind of like the sharks out there. Uh, and, and with the blurring of uh, the classroom and online courses, won't this problem intensify, and how do you ensure that you're not overbuilding? Well, um, we don't overbuild because essentially we don't build. Um, we we rent our physical locations, which allows us to be to mobile be mobile, and we don't have an extensive infrastructure as is most traditional universities, simply because our students don't require many of those kinds of services. I think you, you make a good point, however, that uh, in the long run. Uh, traditional universities in particular need to look at how they invest their resources between facilities and, and perhaps uh, virtual infrastructure. Excellent. Well, when we come back for our final segment, we'll uh, share some additional thoughts to help you in your career development. So stay with us. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Listen for the right turn with J.J. O'Malley. It's an insider's look at America's fastest-growing motorsport series, the Grand Am Rolex Sports Car Series, presented by Crown Royal Cask Number 16. You'll hear about what happened last weekend and get a preview of what's coming up next. From the Rolex 24 at Daytona through Watkins Glen International, Mid-Ohio, Laguna Seca, right up to the championship at Homestead Miami Speedway. The Right Turn with J.J. O'Malley, broadcast live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Motorsports Channel. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com
listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with uh, Bill Pepicello, and we've covered a lot of ground here on uh, uh, career and educational strategies for your success. We talked a lot about the new generation learner and the fact that really now everyone, virtually everyone, has to be looking constantly at their career development and the potential need for education or additional courses, um, accreditations and, and uh, credentials and so forth. And one of the top challenges that we see in organizations uh, on the corporate side of our business where we're working with organizations in the leadership area is finding qualified leaders. And that's one of the reasons why the boomers are so, um, uh, while organizations want the boomers to, to stay. How does the university help prepare students to be better leaders in their current companies? And for those who might aspire to managerial career careers, how are you preparing them to be promoted? Well, I think there are a couple of ways that, uh, that we go about that. And, but the, the, the primary focus has to be on uh, educating people at the right level um, so that they will succeed. And by that I mean if someone's coming to us who wants to be a leader but perhaps doesn't have either the experience or the preparation, it, what we need to do is provide them with that foundation that they can build on and take somewhere and, and then make the, the career perhaps by working with, uh, with you folks to say, okay, how do I, how do I take what I've got and, and maximize it? On the other hand, if we're talking about the boomers, um, one of the things that we, uh, that we might want to do is, is work with them not only to uh, to, to shift a discipline, for instance, so someone might go from from business to healthcare, but then provide them the leadership background so that they understand what it means to be a leader in in that uh, arena as opposed to where they came from. And so, at our at our, at our masters and doctoral levels, we provide um, a focus on leadership so that people can take that back to their their uh, workplace. And, Bill, that is such a critical point. As we talked earlier, for those individuals who not only achieve better job, better pay, better life, but are interested in doubling, tripling, quadrupling, it really requires working as hard as you possibly can to research companies, research cultures, research not only where you are, where you're going, but how you're going to get there and how you can maximize your talents and abilities. And that's what doubling, tripling, quadrupling is all about. As an example, I'm sure you have experience with entrepreneurs who come into the university or are getting not only undergraduates, MBAs, PhDs, but are doing everything they can to maximize their talents and abilities. And it's not going to drop in your lap, folks. You've got to work harder, smarter, and longer to make it happen. Bill? I think you're exactly right. And it, it, one of the keys to the assessment that you've talked about this morning, because it's, it's assessing not only uh, where you are, but where you want to be, and, and, and understanding what the steps are to get there. And, and sometimes, if you've been successful in one field, it does, will not guarantee your success in another. And certainly, if you've been successful in a field that is, um, th that is fading away um, you know, on the landscape, 
you, you need to really uh, assess what tools are necessary, not just from the education point of view, but how you make the transition professionally. I mean, and, and that's where some of the uh, uh, the steps that that you folks use at TCS, you know, learning to negotiate, learning to to sell yourself, all has to do with self awareness. Well, there are many many factors to being successful and to making career changes successfully as well. And I know that you partner with companies uh, to help them achieve their goals internally for the growth of their organizations and preparing talent. Would you like to share a little bit of how you partner with companies to accomplish that? Well, probably one of the uh, the best partnerships that we have uh, is with Walmart, and what that partnership came about by discussions that we had with them um, around uh, issues of uh, of turnover, uh, and what we realized uh, in talking with them is that uh, there was much that Walmart could do uh, in its uh, in its quest to. Uh, to help enrich its uh, its employees by helping provide a career path that involves education, so that they could essentially grow their own managers and and executives, uh, and keep talent that came in and was was clearly good and needed to be developed, but needed that little extra uh, that extra piece that education brought. That uh, retention issue is so big in all organizations. I'm glad you shared that. Uh, we um, also uh, had a program recently with Curtis Carvert of West Point, and he shared how their leadership development has changed over the years and become an integral part of every curriculum as they prepare future officers to deal with diverse cultures and international roles. Are you seeing similar concerns from organizations who send uh, students to the university? Absolutely. And people are, uh, you know, corporations have, t have two concerns. One is uh, being provided with people who have the potential to become leaders, and then having us provide a, a ladder for those folks um, through education and, of course, through on-the-job training as partners so that, that people understand what it means to be a leader and how they develop that within their organization. Bill, one of the things you mentioned earlier was Walmart. Um, uh, one of my heroes in all the business is Sam Walton. Going back to Bentonville, Arkansas, and how Sam began and how he was such a people person and used to go through the stores, and it was just amazing how he built and created that culture, and that's exactly how some of the most successful countries around the world do that. We always like to be, end our show with a positive, inspirational story, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to just kind of quickly share and uh, this morning's Arizona Republic. I always get up at 5, and the first thing I do is hit the papers and anything I can find. And this is a story about Ashley Anderson, um, a 16-year-old young lady, beautiful, brilliant, who just passed away from a brain tumor at 16 years old. And, again, this goes to the kids who oftentimes are saying, oh, they don't do anything, they don't care. These kids are just amazing. They had a walk-a-thon. They raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for Ashley and her movement and that is to us so inspiring and it just reinforces how great kids are. Bill, you're I'm sure have similar stories or similar examples you want one to share at the university that is similar? Well, what I'd uh, really like to encourage people to do is, is go to our website phoenix.edu uh, where not only can you find out more about, about our programs and our support systems, but there is a, a site there that is dedicated to our 
uh, alumni success stories. And many of them are, uh, are ones that folks can really relate to because, yes, we have people like Shaquille O'Neal and Larry Fitzgerald and right now one of the, uh, uh, the heads of cybersecurity for, for the nation is a University of Phoenix graduate. But to me, the, the more important ones are the stories of, of the people who say, I am a Phoenix because I took my life and I changed it through education. And those are the kinds of stories that I'd like to share with people. So, so please, uh, if you have the opportunity, go to the website and, uh, and see what a difference education can make. Absolutely. We encourage everyone to do that. And if you haven't seen our seven free videos that can help you get a better job for a better life uh, and perhaps double and triple your compensation, access them at www.betterjobbetterlife.com. We have another great show for you next week. Thank you, Dr. Pepicello, for being with us. Thank it's you very much. It's been a pleasure. Bill, See you all next week. Thank you, sir. Thank you both. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week.